everybody. Um, I see that there's at least two people. Uh, one person just happened to come in right now. I am uh, want to welcome you. Uh, what this is, I'm going to play a little bit more music. Maybe I'll play a little bit more music. Um, I guess I should talk about like what is happening right now. I um, had a conversation this morning with a uh, person. Uh, his name he his name is T. Casey Brennan, uh, and I'm gonna talk about a little bit more in detail, like who he is exactly, uh, once the uh, music stops. I'm gonna wait a little bit longer to see if a few more people join me live. Uh, I did not. This is completely spontaneous. Uh, I I did not uh, announce to anybody that I was going to be live streaming uh, this particular show. I did not tweet it. I did not put it on Facebook. I did not even tell one friend um, what I'm going to be doing right now. I, I feel like this uh, information is very, very sensitive. And... Uh, the uh, conversation that I have recorded, again, is between a man named T. Casey Brennan. Uh, he is a comic book writer, uh, a rather famous one, and also uh, wrote a novella called Vampirella. Uh, T. Casey Brennan had, we had met each other on Facebook, and uh, we had a Facebook IM chats between one another. Uh, he did let me know that he was in the MK Ultra Mind Control program, or that he was had he and his mother had experienced uh, some hypnosis, and that he also claims to be one of the JFK shooters that happened in Dallas. And I, I have had um, interesting interactions with him. Uh, at one point, uh, he actually blocked me on Facebook because he was afraid for my life by giving me this information. Uh, he claims that he had a girlfriend that he did YouTube videos with, and she is uh, no longer uh, with us. Uh, he is an elderly man now, and um, does his sight is uh, is is very very poor. Uh, I did this recording. Uh, obviously, maybe you can see that you can see my iPhone there. I'm talking to him on the iPhone. I made the recording on live stream just to double record our conversation. Um, I have to apologize for my appearance in this. Um, I had also a very uh, difficult uh, morning. Light, actually, it was so noisy here with uh, with alarms going off at where I live at. There was two um, emergency alarms, evacuation alarms that happened between 3 and 4 a.m. in the morning. Um, there has was lots of uh, people coming in and out uh, in front of my window, loud noise, loud music. Um, there is stuff going on across my hallway. 
uh, with an, uh, a people that are in another apartment. There's people going in and out of that apartment. So I did not get the uh, proper amount of sleep. I am still in my pajamas. Uh, my hair is not done. My makeup is not on. Um, however, I think that the footage is more compelling uh, by looking at it rather than hearing the audio as I will flip the camera around at certain points and you can see him or where he's at. And uh, and it's it's I think it, it plays better. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, and and share this. All right. So I want to explain before I start and I show this footage. Uh, it's about an hour long or so. I want to go into who who uh, TKC Brennan is. Uh, during the 1970s, he wrote for Warren Publishing's Black and White Horror Comics anthologies, Creepy and Eerie, and Vampirella. Uh, he also wrote for DC Comics House of Mystery and Archie Comics Red Circle Sorcery. In the 1980s, Brennan campaigned to have depictions of smoking in comics banned which led then to Governor Bill Clinton of Arkansas to issue a, a proclamation designated January 1990 as T. Casey Brennan Month. Um, and that's pretty much all that is on, uh, well, that's, this is on Wikipedia. So I'm just giving you a, um, a, a quick overview of who he is. Now, like I said before, um, he has blocked me a couple times. He is uh, because I didn't respond to him uh, quickly and him wanting to talk to me. Uh, I think he's very afraid to talk to people and he is uh, afraid of the information, how that what he tells people might put the other people in danger. So I, I really uh, feel the need to air today what our conversation was. As I said before, he talks about uh, meeting. Well, you're going to hear it where he and his mom were put under hypnosis. And uh, also she's a writer. Uh, she wrote Gothic no novels. Her name was Alice Brennan and uh, how they ended up in this program. And he also, like I said before, does claim that he was one of the shooters at the JFK assassination. And so uh, I'm going to uh, start to play our interaction between one another. And um, let me uh, start it here. Need uh, an, an actual um, you know, appointment or a, a time um, when we spoke, you said that you were going to um, send me a message or let me know when you, up to it and um, I'm just I'm just getting up now because I've had um, you know craziness on my end N no sleep um, last night I did not have the um, the night that I was expecting to have so I, I apologize um, you know had I known that there was oh, he's got a fucking short and uh I had I, I came in really really because I, I was you know on Facebook and things and he came in really fucking quietly and uh, so I have no idea what's going to happen now and when I get off the phone he may kill me I may be dead today because of this phone call oh my god and you oh, if you'd only come 
California said he would, and then, I, and then he has to hear me say that he threatened me, and that's that's and he can kill me. I I never said I would call you at a specific time, though. There was no there was no commitment between us to for me to call you at a specific time. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know why you're putting that pressure on me about that. Because I might be killed when I go back in the house. I, I totally like you, but I still might be killed when I go back in the house. And he warned me not to say anything about his threats on me. And, and because of you, he just heard me say it. Okay. All right. I'm in the yard now. Uh, we have a big night. Of course, I'm having an, inter an interruption. Wow. Uh, How long has he been there? Sorry. It's it's gonna it's gonna buffer now. Shit. Hold on. Moved in just before last winter. He didn't turn this crazy until a few months ago. Well, you know when you're you know unfortunately you both. Of us and and a lot of people are targeted. You know, it's almost like there's always going to be somebody coming in and causing you problems. You know, just like not like this, not, not like this. He has the sword, he's murdering and threatening my life. It isn't like somebody. Oh man! Making too much noise or that kind of argument, that kind of thing. He's dangerous. Right. I mean, I'm, I I don't want to do that. We're just going to have to go through with this. So, um, what, what can I ask you? Like, what, what would you be comfortable with me? Because I'm, I'm really curious about um, your upbringing. And of course, I'm having problems. What the hell? course this is so fucking annoying this is me right you now your your parents and the mk ultra and um the uh your your journey on uh, becoming a okay you guys uh, here's what's gonna happen i, I writer i'm going to take, how, did, how that all I'm came about take this footage i'm just i'm gonna pause this for a second All right, here, here's what's going to happen. What? Um, here, let me stop this. My mother was a paperback novelist. What was her? What's her? What was her? What's her name? Or what was her name? Alice. Alice, Alice Brennan. Alice Brennan. You can find her books all over the world. Shop. Jesus Christ. So can you see my Okay. Um I'm going to I'm going to end this 
and then uh and, and, and then i'm going to uh take this yeah i can edit it together and and make it more presentable so this is just a part one it's a nice big and then we're gonna we're gonna do a part two i don't know what happened when i go back i think let's see if it gets better Jeez. yeah it's not gonna get better okay uh, I will edit this Maybe and then premiere it. Thanks for being here. Uh, you know what? I mean, Me it, it, need a, an, an actual, um, you know, appointment or a, a time. Um, it, when we spoke, you said that you were going to um, send me a message or let me know when you felt up to it. And um, I'm just I'm just getting up now because I've had, um, you know, craziness on my end. N no sleep um, last night. I did not have the um, the night that I was expecting to have. So I, I apologize. Um, you know, had I known that there was. Well, end up dead because of this. He's got a fucking sword. And uh, I had I, I came in really. Because I, I was, you know, on Facebook and things, and he came in really fucking quietly. And uh, so I have no idea what's going to happen now. And when I get off the phone, he may kill me. I may be dead today because of this phone call. Oh, my God. And you can call him. If you'd only called when you said you would, and then, I, and then he has to hear me say that you threatened me, and that's that's and he can kill me for that. I, I I never said I would call you at a specific time, though. There was no there was no commitment between us to for me to call you at a specific time. Yeah. Um. Well. So, I I don't I don't know why you're putting that pressure on me about that. Because I might be killed when I go back in the house. I, I totally like you, but I still might be killed when I go back in the house. He and he warned me not to say anything about his threats on me. And, and because of you, he just heard me say it. Okay. All right. I'm in the yard now. Uh, a, we have a big, nice backyard. You could probably come here and stay after we throw him out if we can. <sighs> How long has he been there? moved in just before last winter. He didn't turn this crazy until a few months ago. Well, you know, when you're, you know, unfortunately, you both of us and, and a lot of people are targeted. You know, it's almost like there's always going to be somebody coming in and causing you problems. You know, just like... Not like this. Not, not like this. He has a sword and he's murderous and a threat to my life. It isn't like somebody making too much noise or you know, that kind of argument or that kind of thing. He's dangerous with such people. Right. I mean, I'm, I, I don't want to do that. Oh. So, um, what, what can I ask you? Like, what, what would you be comfortable with me? Because I'm, I'm really curious about, um, your upbringing and you know your your parents and the MK Ultra and um, the uh, your your journey on uh, becoming a writer. How did how that all came about? My, my mother was a paperback novelist. 
What? My mother was a paperback novelist. What was her? What's her? What was her? What's her name? Or what was her name? Alice. Alice, Alice Brennan. Brennan. Alice Brennan. You can find her books all over the world. That's So can you see my yard, Dal? Yeah, I can. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice big yard. Uh, I don't know what happened when I go back in the house. Uh, Jesus Christ. Maybe I should call police. Uh, you know what? I mean, it, it, yeah, you know, it. it but, you know, it's hard to trust the police anymore either. I've, I've been calling the police about stuff. And no, they, 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 uh, they already uh, know about him. and know that he's dead. They came here and uh, uh, wanted to talk to him. But I knew he'd kill me if, if I let that happen. So I said, hey, well, hey, we're friends. We'll work it out. And yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll move him on and all that. And then I, I, they left without going in. He was in the house. I was in the yard where I am now. Uh, but no, this it isn't like it's some kind of hippie thing. Like, oh, please don't believe it. They know damn well that he's a killer, and that he's after me now. Because he started that up now that I that I ratted him out to the police for threatening me. Oh God, I might not even live through the day like this. Oh, what the fuck am I doing? Oh my God. He's got a sword, baby. He could kill me when I go back in the house. He might be waiting to do that right now. He says that he might do that. It isn't like it's a theory on my part. And I have to pee and I don't have, I can't go back in the house right now. Uh, do you want to um, you want you want to uh, me to call you back in a few minutes after you go to the pee or or I don't no no don't hang up for God's sake I, I, uh, I'm not going to go back in that house okay. right now maybe he'll leave or something but I mean I don't know oh God. snuck in and he knows I can't see him and then fine snuck in and lay down his bed and I can only realize that he was there because of the fucking radio or whatever the fuck it is, YouTube or something. Do you think that this is just random, or or is this part of the uh, of of everything that happens to you? I, I didn't hear that, sweetheart. Do you think that this is random, or do you think it's part of everything that happens to you? I don't know. I don't know. He, he went off to a fucking uh, burning man gathering a, a couple months ago, and and uh, 
came back uh, slamming doors and threatening me and threatening to kill me. And it was not, he wasn't like that before. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 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 Huh. I wonder if it's, if, if, if it was um, something that like, because, you know, when you go to Burning Man, you, a lot of people do drugs. Yeah, that was the whole idea of going. But I mean, most people can handle it. He can't. Yeah. So he's a is he a, he he sounds like a younger person. Like he's. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's. I, I met him twenty years ago when he was about twenty then, and now that would make him forty now. So, what kind of paperback novels did your mom write? I can uh, probably send you some of the stuff on Facebook, maybe. Uh, also, probably some of her books. They, they were basically gothic novels. She started off writing uh, confession magazines. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. And then she had to sign, like, she signed a, a document with the. Now, this guy, the man, he was a psychiatrist to you? I can't hear you saying. Um, there, the man that you um speak of, he was a psychiatrist to, for you. Like, like he he made her sign some sort of agreement where she wouldn't talk about um trafficking. No, I, I, no, speak English, baby. I can't hear what you're saying. Doctor Hirschfeld was an osteopath. If that's what you were saying. An osteopath. What what is that? Um, it's like a chiropractor. But it's fakier. It sounds fakier because it's mixed up with uh, Jesus Christ. I'm looking for in the yard, so I don't have to go in there. It sounds fakey because uh, it sounds fakey because. But see, osteopath—it's like one, it's a like it's the same thing as chiropractic. And the guy that, that founded it said uh, made statements to that effect. But uh, for whatever reason, a great many osteopaths are medical doctors. Oh, Jesus, a great many chiropractors are med medical doctors, and. Uh, uh, I mean, not chiropractic, but many osteopaths are medical doctors. And uh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Where are you right now? What now? You're, you're in your backyard right now? Yes. It's nice and... Green, very green. What now? Lots of foliage. It's very green. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's. It, I. I can. I don't understand why he didn't like it. So, how is it that the osteopath had so much? How, how is how is it that the the man who was the osteopath had so much control over you and your family? Okay, I'll tell you in a minute. 
So, well, my dad got in trouble and he had to go to him for uh, a battle day. A what? A penalty. A penalty, okay. osteopath had so much control over your family and you said your dad your father had gotten into trouble and that he had made a penalty and that that's where we left off I was 10 or 11 years old they tried to molest one of my girlfriends and he went to his friend and said he thought he was going to be charged and he went to his friends and they said well we'll get you out of it but you have to take hypnosis lessons from this guy every week and you have to bring your wife and kid with you and he did. And the guy's name was J.A. Chernshaw and he was an osteopath, but he never discussed osteopathy or osteopathy or whatever the hell it is with us. It was all hypnosis and his hatred of the parents. Jesus Christ. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do now when I go back in there. He heard me say that you threatened, that he threatened me. He heard me say to you that he threatened me. I'm, I'm I, so- I might not live, live through this fucking day. He's threatened my life before. I don't know how the hell I'm going to get back. I'm scared to go back in the house. Do, do you feel that it, do you, would it be best if like you called the police and then, um, wait for them to come here or um and then and then and then maybe we can continue later or i mean like because i i want to make sure that you um you know you feel safe and you feel uh secure that everything 
safe until this cocksucker is fucking shot by police and dragged the fuck out of there. That's when I'll be safe. But you just made it a thousand times worse. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't know. Um... Oh my God! See, I'm blind. And the dirty cocksucker came in quietly so he could listen to my phone calls. Yeah, he he probably does want to listen to your phone calls. I I, I yeah yeah. Um, okay, so, um, can I ask you some more questions? Yeah. Okay. So, um, you, th this man was a hypnotist and he hypnotized you and your, and your mom and did he hypnotize your dad too? The, the hypnosis lessons were for my late father and he agreed to them to get out of the, the heat that he had taken for trying to molest a 10 year old girl. Uh -huh. And when he, we, Earnshaw required that he bring his wife and kid each week. And from one week to another, we couldn't remember um, always what had happened, you know. Uh, he, he, uh, he did things that should one week, once it was every Saturday for, from 1959 through 1963. And uh, he had to bring his wife, and, well, he said we had, he, uh, Bill had to bring his wife and get with him. And initially we enjoyed the trips. Well, actually, we did all the way through uh, because we couldn't remember what had happened. I told you about the red lollipop thing, right? Yeah. Could you can you say can you tell me again though uh, the specifics? Okay. Yeah. So, Jesus Christ! I don't know what I'm going to do with that psycho bitch in there. Okay. So, uh, my mother and I are staying in the waiting room, and at this point. Uh, Whatever had happened, threatening things had happened before, we had forgotten it. And it was a very pleasant drive from our house up to Port uh, Hope, north of Port Hope. And uh, there was a lot of, 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 of very scenic things to see on the way. And uh, we all enjoyed it. We wouldn't have it. We would not know who we were going to see. But um, so... What did you ask, baby? I still um, you know, you I, I, about the lollipops. Like he gave okay. you the lo the lollipops were drugged that he oh, gave. Oh yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, my mother and I are sitting in the waiting room, and Earnshaw comes out and says, uh, "I want to see how fast each of you can eat a red lollipop." And uh, so the, I thought about that. The praising of the question was such that it didn't leave any room for saying, oh, I'll take it and eat it later. I mean, usually if someone offers me a lollipop, I'll say, oh, thanks, and put it in my, 
in my pocket and, and eat it later when I need a breath mat or something. And uh, But he, there was no option in that. You know, the question was phrased in such a way that uh, if we didn't want to do it, which wasn't going to happen, then uh, we, we wouldn't take the lollipop. We wouldn't see, these were drug lollipops. So uh, we both took them and, and put them in our mouths and uh, I had time to look over to the right and see my mother slumping down in her chair with the lollipop still stuck to her tongue. And uh, and then of course we were both unconscious. I had vague, vague, vague memories of us being dragged, both dragged into his inner office. Uh, but see, the thing is, I didn't remember that uh, for decades. And uh, even in the late 80s, after my dad died, or no, before, just before my dad died, he died in, in February of 86, but even in the late 80s, uh, if he would bring up, one time he brought up Dr. Earnshaw and he, he said, uh, do you want to go see Dr. Earnshaw with some kind of test or whatever? And I said, oh, sure. You know, that was a nice drive and all that. I had, I couldn't remember those things. And uh, I, I actually had only three memories of him. And I discussed that with my dad before he died in the 70s. And I said uh, that it was kind of odd that I had only three memories of him. The one memory of, of even though we had gone there every Saturday for four or five years. But, um, uh, yeah, there was one memory of us walking along a long fence in uh, Port Hope, and my mother and I had left the office. We were walking along a long fence. There was another memory of where I took a comic book and left him a comic book because my mother had said that if I take a comic book from his waiting room, then I should leave one and uh you know to trade him so it wouldn't be stealing so obviously they had uh, my mother didn't know what was going on and my father either didn't remember or didn't tell us or whatever because the thing is that that uh, he went into that he escaped some charges uh, but uh he uh oh okay. i wonder what i should do now I mean, that son of a bitch is going to kill me when I go back in there. I know he is. Christ. And he doesn't work anymore. He had two jobs and he got fired from both of them. And he just sits in there and watches me 24 hours a day. Is there, um, do you have money to take a, do you have money to take a hotel room or? Um... Of course not. Of course not. I, I, I have five dollars on me. My social security check doesn't come until the first and it's only for $700. And that's just enough to cover my rent and my electric bill that he runs up and will no longer pay. That's awful. It, um. Have you, um, it, 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 are you in the process of trying to evict him? Not unless I feel like getting killed. Oh. 
because I can get him a paper that says leave in 30 days, and if he's made his point that he'll kill me long before those 30 days are there. And have you um, notified the police that your roommate is threatening to kill you? I, I think maybe, I mean, this is, I think maybe you should call the authorities and say that your roommate is threatening to kill you and you're afraid to go back into your house. Uh, you know, and I, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what, how the law works, but it seems like if he is threatening your life, um, you know, and that, and that he, and, and he has a, he has weapons in the house and he's threatening oh, yeah. you. I, I think you can, um, well, not, you can, you can have, I think you might be able to have him removed and, you know, of course I could, but I mean, I don't, Sometimes the only way to handle a problem is to write it out and act like it isn't there. So if I go back in and act like I don't know that I said that he threatened me, maybe he won't tell me. Um, would the possibility of maybe me being on the phone with you and then just saying, um, you know, look, man, I, I could say, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just, I'm just your friend. And, you know, um, you know, the, like, like, it's not like you called the police. No, he's crazy. He'll tell me just for saying that. I might not live to this day, but That's why I said, call me when my roommate isn't there. I, I don't, I didn't even, I did not know you had a roommate. I did not know you had, I did not know you had a roommate. Yeah. No, now I'm in a lot of danger. I may not even live through this day. Okay, so um, so the lollipop incident happened, and uh, let's let's get to the um, let's get to the nugget that you um, you know that you believe that you were one of the uh, shooters for the JFK assassination. Like, like you feel that you feel like this doctor, you were under MK Ultra my control and that you were actually involved in the shooting. Is that, is that correct? I, I did not hear a single word of that. So, but I mean, it's, you, 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 something is wrong with your speaker or something because I mean, I can hear that you're talking, but I have no idea what the words are. Okay. Uh, Let me, can, can you hear me better now? Okay. Um, so you told me before that 
by being with this doctor, you and your mom that was doing, he was doing MK ultra mind control on you. And that at a young age that you were actually one of the shooters in the JFK assassination. This is the thing. At a young age, and then you start muffling from me. What, what, what are you talking about? You told me that you were before, previously, you mentioned that you were one of the shooters in the JFK assassination. Yeah. Can you can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. I I, I put it in all the other interviews and articles and everything, baby. Right. Yes. Yeah, okay. My dad came into my room November 22nd, 1963. My dad came into my room and he said that we're going to go see Dr. Earnshaw and then we're going on a trip. And so I had a lot of trouble with my parents because uh, see, my parents were married in 1938 and I was born in 1948. And uh, it was assumed, uh, see, sometimes my dad decided that I had a, uh, that he was not my natural father. Sometimes I was a long-awaited only son, and uh, sometimes uh, I was the product, the bastard product of an extramarital affair on the part of my mother. And uh, so that we had talked about, uh, I, no, I had taken several trips, actually quite by 63, yeah, I'd taken quite a number of trips with my parents. You know, camping trips, motels, hotels, that kind of thing. They were always nice. Well, except when we had to meet the mafia or CIA agents or something. But it was just camping. It was nice. And, you know, going to motels and swimming pools and things like that. So uh, before it was a setup now, obviously, I know. But uh, my parents and I had both discussed uh, sometime maybe I would take a trip with just my dad, you know, so that we would, or the guy I thought was my dad, just we could bond that way. So I thought that was what was going to happen. So, um, Shaw, um, so my dad, yeah, we got up, you know, we lived in the corner of Brooklyn Brenner Road, and we went, uh, which way, I don't know, east, west, something on Brenner Road up to M19, which uh, takes us into Yale. And we'd done it a million times before. And my dad said, uh, I kept saying, well, oh yeah, I kept saying, well, he said, we're going to go to Yale. And I said, does Dr. Earnshaw have an office in Yale? And uh, my dad, who was lying, said yes. And I said, well, why don't we go to see him in Yale every week instead of driving all the way to Port Hope? And then he threatens to beat me up. And uh, I so I don't know why he's so upset. So we get to the damn airport and uh, Dr. Earnshaw is there and David Perry and I try to run and they chase me and they inject me in the neck and they put they wrap me up in something and they put me in a box 
and they fly me to Dallas in a flying box car. And uh, so uh, my dad said that they rolled us around uh, Dallas all morning. I was unconscious in the box, of course. And then he rolled me out, which I assume was the sixth floor storage room. And uh, they kind of draped me over the gun. The right, they put together the rifle together uh, on a table. And uh, that's my first memory of seeing them put the, the, the rifle in. Whatever the hell kind of brace that you use for a rifle. You know, I don't hunt anymore. I haven't hunted since the JFK assassination. I was interested in it as a boy. I was a you know, rural yokel, but I didn't like to handle guns after that. So uh, I could hear them putting, I could barely hear and see them putting together the gun and uh, the rifle. And they put it, to, they braced it to the window, draped me over the rifle. And uh, when when one of them yelled, no, I was supposed to pull the trigger, it happened automatically. They first asked if I could see John Kennedy on the little screen that was the, the, the uh, telescopic sight, and I said yes. And uh, then when one of them said no, my finger just automatically contracted on the trigger, and I fired. But I mean, I deliberately shot to miss the president. Um, so... Uh, I tried to throw myself on the floor to the right and push the rifle out the window with my left hand. And that's why there's an unidentified ball print on the rifle butt. They may have, that's mine, but they may have destroyed all evidence of that. that they, they, it's something like the, the plans for the first moon mission. They know they did it, but the plans were long since destroyed. So they, they don't know how well there, there was a palm print, but I think any evidence, anything relating to the palm print, they know there was an unidentified palm print, but I think they destroyed any record of, you know, what it looked like. But that was mine, my left hand, because I threw myself on the ground, on the floor to the right, tried to push the goddamn thing out the window. Barry jumps on it and keeps shooting, and there's shots from all over the fucking street, and I'm still lying on the floor. And uh, the... Uh, my dad says, don't shoot Jackie, Barry. Don't shoot Jackie or I'll kill you right now. He saved Jackie. Right. So, because Barry wanted to kill Jackie. And uh, so anyway, a guy comes in in a suit and he said, did everything go all right? Because Barry had just kept shooting and there were shots from all over the street and, and uh, they got him. Uh, I didn't do anything to save him. Uh, I thought, thought I had, but I didn't. Uh, oh. Um, but. Jeez, how to keep my mind off the fact that maybe <laughs> you're cute, but you just may have set me up to be killed by this ugly cocksucker. I may not make fucking make it if I go back in that house. And he's smart enough to know not to do this shit when I'm on the phone. And he's waiting his fucking time. 
does he know who you are? I mean, does he know what we're talking about, your roommate? Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you do you think that maybe that's um, his motivation to intimidate you and and put the fear fear in you? I have no idea. Could he? Could he? Could your could your roommate be mind controlled himself? Yes. Yes. Okay. Anyway, you you could <laughs> to just do the one thing to get to get me to say what I did in front of him. That could, that could that could have been what was happening all last night. That, that you know, not that it, that you'd have to do anything else, but just distract me while that son of a bitch comes in and set things up to kill me. You know. So yeah, you both could. Be. Well, I'm 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 really sorry that I called you at the wrong time. Um, you know, I, I did have, um, I didn't get up until 1230, um, because I was I'd kept like up you. until four o'clock in the morning last night. I like you, but I may die. Well, I hope, I hope that you, you're not going to die. You know, um, I, I wish, I wish I could do something. Would it, would it help if I called the police for on your behalf? Let me think about it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I get out of this. There's a crazy man in there that threatened to kill me and warned me not to say it at anybody and he just heard me do it. You know, I, I, I could... Um... I could call, you know, if you want to give me the number of, of, of the of the police department of where you're at. I mean, you can do that. You know, I would I would do that, you know, like send me the number in the chat and I will call the police on your behalf. Oh, wait, well, something's happening now. Uh, I have a call coming in. Oh, scam likely. <laughs> yeah, OK. Um, um, let me see. Decline. OK. Yeah. Are you there? Yep, I'm here. I'm yeah, here. I had a call coming in on my real on my real number, but on this uh, Android, or whatever the hell it is, Galaxy A11 500 or something like that. I don't know. It, whatever the fuck it is, when you get weird calls, it says scam likely, and uh, how they do that, I don't know, but. Uh, uh, well, you know, can I share something with you? Uh, the last time we spoke to each other, um, you know, like when I was living in the other apartment that I was in, um, there was a uh, roommate there that uh, had been in the military. And uh, he overheard our conversation and uh, then asked me about you. Of which um, I, you know, obviously he heard and I and I had shared some information. And then he, while I was talking to him, him I realized that he had somebody else on the phone with him. And, uh, you know, like he had his phone, he had a phone in his hand. And then I realized that there was somebody who was overhearing the conversation, of not just him.
which was misleading to me. Now, he said that it was his girlfriend and he did. He was one of those kind of people that was always talking to his girlfriend. But, you know, I had I had certain circumstances. I feel that I was being um, I was I was also in a um, targeted harassment situation. Um, I ended up someone in the house. It, it was my either my friend or it was the him they cut the wires to my the speakers on my uh, uh cd player my bluetooth player and um when i asked my i took pictures my roommate is also um going to the university and uh my ex-roommate and when I sent him the photos of the um, of of the fact that you know the wires were cut, I was assuming it was the other roommate. And uh, my friend acted real strange, didn't get back to me, you know. And then I said, "Well, I'm going to make a police report about it." And he goes, "Oh, the, the police isn't going to do anything about it." And the uh, I did call the police. The police called me back. I ended up making the report online, and then he went nuts on me. My roommate did. And um, it, it escalated to the point that, um, like within a week, he uh, he kicked me out after living there for four months. And we were getting ready to move into another apartment together. We were in the same area because he, you know, this particular housing was for like apartments for students, um, but they were like they weren't dorms. And um, you know, he ended up. Uh, that all that was we were getting we were we were weeks away from moving like a week or two away from moving into the new apartment and uh and he just tossed me out no warning no 30 day notice no nothing and called the cops on me and said that I was just a guest there and you know and the because I wasn't on a lease yet because it couldn't prove that you know anything um, I got I, I I got tossed out with all of my stuff on the lawn. It was a very difficult day. That that's why I'm here right now. So I, I feel you know set up and targeted um, by these people. And then and then all of a sudden, like he and the roommate were even though before they pretended not to get along, the, his the roommate was in defense of 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 my friend against me. When it in yes. front of the cop. Yes. Yes. So you know, um, in my in the educational system at at my school, um, I had uh, I, I I was placed into the Hope program, and that is where they um, they help uh, students who are homeless. And by the way. Um, you know, I got a 4.0 my first semester back and um, I got a 3.5 on my second semester because I'm not that great at math. Um, I'm on the dean's list uh, and uh, I also got hired to tutor biology anthropology uh, as an ETC student leader. And um, I got I got a um, all of a sudden I got the um, the financial department because in order to be in the HOPE program, I have to be in financial aid. And um, I got the the I was required to go to summer school in order to stay in the hope program to be living where I'm living at right now, which basically I'm living in a renovated hotel 
you know, it, it used to be a hotel and um, they made these into studio apartments. And um, it's, it's supposedly the, um, the prototype to, to solve the house, the homeless program in the state of California. And, uh, and, and this is a solution to the pandemic. And I know all this stuff. The mayor came out and, and cut the ticker tape. I know this stuff because they wrote an essay about it called the neo homeless are in my, in for my final, in my um, English critical uh, thinking class. English, uh, all right. So, you know, I, I know the background of everything. I, I looked into the hope program. The hope program was a new program and, that, that's where the Earnshaw's office was in Port Hope. Well, this is this is um, not, not in Port Hope. This is actually in in um, it, it's in California. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I let them know there's no hope in the Hope program. Is what I wrote back to like the people that were involved in it because my counselor ended up just blowing me off. You know. Uh, when it came time for me to, you know, get my classes, my next schedule going, in, 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 whatever. And I think he was miffed because um, I refused to be vaccinated in order to get a job that I had that was um, possibly available to me. Um, I worked in a theater when I was young. I, I sang and dance in the pre-show cabaret show. I was a theater arts major. And then um, I uh, left college after two years and went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts to study acting. And at the time, there was no degree that you can earn by going to the academy. However, you could take um, classes that would apply for your degree. And, and at the time, if you were to finish the two-year program, they gave you a certificate of completion of which I never finished. I, I went only one year and that was in Pasadena, California. Well, 40 years later, cause you know, I'm going back to college to get a degree in journalism. And so 40 years later, I go back and I, I did, I, I was never on financial aid before. I only, when I went to college before my parents paid for it and I lived at home with my parents now I'm on financial aid going to school. I need, and so uh, the the person in the financial aid department asked me for my transcripts from the American Academy. And instead of like looking at everything with the transcripts, because I ended up getting the transcripts to myself and looking at them later on. Um, they, they basically where it said, um, you know, up until 2014, it was only a certificate completion. And then after 2014, there was a, um, occupational, um, AA that you can get. So long story short, I get fucked over the day of, of, of starting summer school. And um, and then I get threatened by my counselor that if I don't stay in the program, um, even though I don't have financial aid to pay for it, then I needed to move out of my apartment, which wasn't true. And, you know, and, and I feel like I, I could go through and talk much longer about how I felt feel that this was not done properly. But I actually feel that I was uh, like, I feel that this is just another part of the setup, you know, like. As if like the goal is to make me 
not be able to like get a degree, not be able to speak, not be able to survive, you know, and, you know, get the fuck out. I'm on the street. And I live in a neighborhood where there's hookers walking down the street, up and down. You know, I am scared sometimes. You know, I, I like even like uh, this month, I, I was walking out with my groceries and this man in a car followed me. Wanted me, wanted, wanted me to go out and get something that, you know, let me get you a burger. No, I don't want anything. Follow, drove alongside with me. And then the next day I'm walking around and I see the damn car. I think I see it when I'm walking around the neighborhood doing my grocery shopping or whatever, because I don't have a car. And then, um, you know, I, I go to the Arco station near here and there he is spot pulled around the side. And I go, what are you doing here? I go, are you following me? And then I, I turn my camera on with my phone and start filming him and he takes off. Like, it's it just it like for me, Casey, you know, when you say, oh, well, I don't want to get you in trouble. I'm already in trouble. I'm I'm already in trouble. So did you? Did you- did you listen to the uh, turtle story? No, I have not yet. I have not. Any of my Kennedy stories? I have listened to some of your Kennedy stories, though. I, I have watched some of the videos that are online with you and the um, your the woman that you said was no longer alive. Yeah, she she was killed. She was going to read the one that I kept last. The uh, she was going to read that, the same as the guy, the guy read the turtle story. Before she got, she turned up that. Well, I, I think you're amazing. If you, if you want to know how I feel about you, and um, you know, I have I have respect for you know, I'm, I'm in awe of your talent. You know what, like a lot of people are. So come, and, come here and live. <laughs> Well, you know, maybe, yeah, possibly. <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing, but you know, I, I, uh, I, I could, I could use a decent home. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm, I haven't had a good place to live where I wasn't harassed because, like, before I came to here, I was harassed by the handyman that worked the property. And um, sexually harassed. California, that's what it's like. Michigan isn't like that. I I, I mean, you could move right in here, but I'll have to get the crazy guy out first. Right. You got to get it. You got to get rid of the crazy guy. Yeah. I mean, I I could, I, you know, I, I have one more year at this college, you know, I mean, I could, I, I could, I could, I could consider transferring uh, to university out that way to get my BA, but you know. Well, there's EMU, Eastern Michigan University in Ypsilanti, and the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll look into it. So, how many of my stories did you read, baby? Um, I haven't, re- I haven't read, I haven't, I haven't read anything yet. So I, I, I need to get to reading. Not a one, right? Not, 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 I mean a little bit, but not, not, not yet. No, no. I mean, I lost contact with you. I've been in school, you know, I've had 
other things I I was required to to read. Are you there? I'm here. Okay, I, there's there was some weird noise on the phone. Let me see. Oh. See but I will catch up. Well, see, did, did I tell you about um, the uh, child molesting JFK researchers? No, I know you have not. Okay, I uh, this when I started calling Marina, uh, and I didn't tell her about anything about who I was. I don't know why she talked to me all the time. And she talked to me about every other day for decades. And uh, I called her because I asked her to endorse my band smoking and comics campaign. That was my, my publicity stunt that um, I used to uh, uh, substitute for a career in the 80s and the 70s, I was a nationally known award-winning comic book writer. In the 80s, I got all these documents and things, um, documents, write-ups, celebrity endorsements, praising my uh, supposed campaign to ban smoking in comic books. And the pitch was, I'm an award-winning comic book writer, and I'm calling for a ban on smoking in comic books. So. Um, I, I carried that all the way through the 80s, but my fans didn't see it. They all went in like publications that comic book people don't read. And uh, I never made any money at it. And But I had something to give me prestige while I went in and out of homeless shelters and free meals and Christian temples that I didn't actually like and that kind of thing. Um, and in the early 90s, I could only do that for about a decade. See, I, I'm lucky that I did for as long as I did because the pitch was that I was a viable, successful, popular comic book writer and I wanted to, to, to uh, reform my industry. But as the 80s wore on and nothing else was published with my name on it for 10 years, uh, it just, the, the premise wore rather thin, you know? And uh, so uh, in the early 90s, I started calling um, Marina. And uh, it was kind of amazing because I, I, I asked her to endorse my band smoking comments. And, and the, what I thought I, was my idea was this that I had all of the uh, establishment type celebrity endorsers. Now, Marina, of course, is not a celebrity. The term is newsmaker. It's a poor woman whose husband was murdered in a police station. So, so anyway, uh, I, she said that she would not endorse the Ben Smoking Comics campaign, but inexplicably, she said to keep calling her, so I did. And uh, when I started calling her, I had only the three members of Dr. Renshaw. I just told you, right? Uh-huh, yes. But as I called her, and, and, and the memories, and I couldn't believe it, and uh, I'm 
one thing I thought possibly it is false memory syndrome because when I want a girl, I want the girl and I really needed Marina. And um, so I thought maybe my mind is making it up, but it all fell together too well. And I remember the things like, you know, what happened on November 22nd and a lot of other things as well. Uh, and I put them down in my first story, Conjurella. Um, geez, I hope I, I can't see it all. Just so blurry. It's like looking through it. I'm hoping that the ugly cocksucker walks out and on a mission, whatever the fuck he does, sells dope, buys dope, gets more alcohol or whatever the fuck he does. Uh, so I can go back and decide what to do about the fact that he heard me tell you that if, that I was threatened by him. Because he could kill me for that. It's hard to get my mind off of the fact that I may have maximum of half an hour to live. Because of you, baby. <laughs> no, I hope not. Don't, don't. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pray for you and send good vibes, you know, because that just, that can't, that can't happen. You know, that can't, I I, I I don't I don't want that on my head. It's the Ypsilanti police that I would have to call if I do that. I don't know. But I mean, after they leave, they'll kill me. Or just take him downtown and fuck with him or take hold him overnight any kind of bag or so he's already said so. Well, push push on, I guess. Oh god, battery power fifteen percent fuck. Now I have to go back in and plug it in. Because I can't afford having a, a dead phone with the sex son of a bitch threatening me. Oh, I'm walking across the yard. I'm going to go back in the house. We'll see. I'm going to act like nothing happened. And, uh, okay. Okay. I'm going back in. Are, are you here, Rob? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. No, not you, darling. Oh.
Are you there now? Yep, I'm here. Okay, at least I can see you a little now. Oh, Christ. <laughs> so, what, what you, 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 uh, you, obviously, this is not the right day for us, but you do, uh, interviews on YouTube. Is that right now? Uh, yeah, I do. I do interviews on YouTube. I have a podcast that I upload on uh, Anchor and Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And and I blog. I have a blog that I write on. So, yeah. Yeah. The mayor, the former mayor of Ypsilanti uh, is going to call me tonight. Uh, she's has the same interests that you do in this, um, but she's kind of in trouble. She she uh, had to resign. But she she was our uh, she was a, our first lesbian mayor. I think she has a a fake mustache or something. But I've never met. She she said that she would uh, call me tonight and. Uh, that she wants to come over and visit me on Tuesday at uh, 11 a.m. So I don't know how I can juggle that. I mean, I told her to do it, yeah, but I don't know how I can juggle it. Uh, At least my phone is being charged. Okay, yeah. That's good. And I can get to my gum here too if I can find it. I mean, oh, maybe, maybe I can get. Oh, Jesus Christ! Ah, ah, it's so hard to move because I'm in constant pain from the mesh, and I thought I had some. Now you're in your room now, and is there is there a lock on your door? No. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, is there a bathroom near in your in your room so you don't have to go out there if you if you didn't want to? moment i i do i do need to use the restroom i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna come right back okay okay
All right, I'm back. Okay. I, I, I just thought I could check my other... Hmm. Oh, I didn't know I could do that. No, I got a letter from a, 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 a guy who said, what is up, buddy? What's that? Oh, oh. Let me see I can, if I can tell who that is. None of these messages make any difference. Let me see here. What in the hell does this say? God. Oh, I got a, I got a kitty that's uh, making noises. And a cat. A cat. You know, I, 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 I need, I need to feed the, I, hold, hold, give me just a second. The kitty needs some food. Let me come back. Hold on. Hang on, hang on there. What's going on, baby? Hold on. If I'd only blocked you, oh my God. <laughs> I had some sense cowardice about blocking you, this was the ballot. I had to, um, I, I, I was feeding the kitty cat. I had to, I had to feed the cat. Well, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm, I'm starting a new job in a week and, um, and then I go to school in two weeks. So it, 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 I wouldn't be going anywhere until after I graduate, which is at the end of next year. Okay. Well then, then if I'm still alive, you can do it. Okay. <laughs> I hope you are. Yeah, I do. I follow you on Twitter. Yes. Are you, I see things in your apartment. I can't, can't put my eye right up to it. Hope I don't electrocute myself. I, I have, um, I have, you know, my situation. I have right. no idea. <laughs> well, you know, here, here's how I, I, I usually I do it is, um, I have, I live stream on YouTube and, um, I would give you a link. Uh, you know, like let's say through Facebook, I am, you could just click onto that link. Um, and then it will ask you, like, do you allow your mic access and your, and your phone, your microphone and your phone. And we could do it live that way on my YouTube channel. And then there's a chat room where people can, um, you know, can, uh, be in the be in the comment section and ask questions as well. Um, would like perhaps uh, what about this? Uh, see, <laughs> your voice is just break. It sounds like you're talking to a scrambler. Okay, I would need a deep scrambler to, to, to figure out what it's about. I could do um, I could do a live stream tomorrow. I can do a live stream with you tomorrow. <laughs> sure didn't work out today, did it? Well, I mean, I, I, I actually have, I, I have been recording our conversation. So Wait, I. What are you saying, baby? What, the, what are you, what are you saying? And it always sounds like you're talking really low to a scrambler. And then I would have to, like, I have to enlarge your messages to read it. It sounds like I would have to de-scramble your, your voice messages to understand them. Um, I, I, I have, I have recorded us. So I have, I have this, like, if I wanted to write about what we talked about today, I could, um, but we could, we could do a show tomorrow if you wanted. Anytime you call, I'll answer if I'm alive. I don't guarantee that. I'll be in shape to answer questions about Dr. Earnshaw and MKUltra. I mean, that's what my audience would be interested in, is the conversation about MKUltra. They they are into that topic. Let me look at what 
try to look at what I sent you. Because oh. mm. I'm sure I sent you some stuff about the child molesting JFK research. Um. Wait, hold on. I got to check something out here. I'm taking you with me. Um, I'm just looking at... There was like these three men that walked into the place across the hall from me. Are you talking to an anchor chip? No. I, I don't I don't know I I I I don't know why I'm I'm not coming across well you know um, no I'm not talking through a handkerchief, um, but I you know what I I am gonna have to go here soon, um, I've got I've got to um, I got to, I got to take care of a few things, so I have things to do like with the rest of you know I gotta I gotta go I gotta go soon. Um, so why don't I um, connect with you tomorrow and see, you know, if you will be up for an interview uh, on on my uh, channel, my YouTube channel, um, or maybe we could do it next week sometime. You no, know, call me tomorrow because you know why. But let's see. Wait, I, no, I sent you the stuff about the dead girls. Because I'm scrolling up now, I got to you. I got to my list of emails to and from you, Facebook messages to and from you. So I sent you the uh, the stuff about the dead girl. Okay. Well, then let me let me. I I, I will spend today looking over. Like I'll, after we finish our conversation, I will start to look at the stuff that you sent me, so that I will be prepared for tomorrow. And then um, I will check in with you tomorrow. And see if you are up to do a a interview with me. Okay, so. Okay. All right. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Okay. All right. All right. Until next time. Bye. Okay. Farewell.